time to talk a little bit more about health news. We know that according to wastewater tests, COVID cases are slowly rising again. And of course, we have been talking about the statement that was put out last week about influenza-related deaths in children and youth. Let's bring on Dr. Brian Conway, Medical Director and Infectious Diseases Specialist at the Vancouver Infectious Disease Centre. Thank you so much, Dr. Conway, for being with us. Thanks for having me, Jill. Uh, Let's start with the COVID-19 cases uh, rising again. We know that because of wastewater tests. Should we be concerned about this? Well, I think we should be no more concerned than we were last week. We know that there is a tridemic around. There's a lot of respiratory viruses. We need to get our shots, stay home. If we're sick, wear masks when it's appropriate to do so and wash our hands. This just reinforces the need for us to keep up these very simple but essential defenses going forward. And is it different this this season as well? I mean, we're, we're right at that point where kids are going to be going on their winter break. There are going to be a lot of gatherings and people, I think, kind of even making up for lost time and going to Christmas parties and family gatherings and such. Is it is it a different kind of scenario that we're dealing with? It is, especially because of influenza making a comeback. We've had more cases of influenza to date this year than we normally have in an entire flu season going into the spring because we'd lost that community-based immunity. We reopened our our society, our activities. And as you say, people are making up for lost time. So I think this contributes to an increase in respiratory viruses compared to any year in recent memory. And when you talk about the number of cases that we've seen, and certainly we have been talking about specifically not only the the total number of cases, but specifically the number of influenza-related deaths in children and youth. And we know that at this point, the BC Centre for Disease Control is aware of at least six of these flu-associated deaths, which if, if I'm looking at the numbers, right, to have six in such a short period of time in BC, when we look at, at how many we normally see right across the country during flu season, it seems like an alarmingly high number. Well, our condolences go out to the families, of course, and an average year is two deaths. So we've had three times as many deaths so far in the pediatric population than we see in an average uh, year. So again, this is a cautionary uh, tale. We need to be very, uh, we need to be very careful. And, and when we talked to Dr. Henry about this last week, she mentioned that we're still trying to figure out if it is because of that time where kids weren't out there being exposed to germs, they weren't being exposed to the flu. We had the one flu season where really there was no flu. Still trying to figure out if that specifically is what's making people more vulnerable. But uh, but before we even get that definitive answer, it's safe to say that that has to be part of it, isn't it? That we went the, for that period of time without being being exposed to these germs, to these viruses? Absolutely. You do get a community-based immunity in the background just because influenza is circulating. You get your shot, and some people don't get their shot, but they get antibodies, they get protection because there's flu in the environment. We went one and a half, almost two years, without any influenza. So that extra layer of protection is not there. contributes to the increased number of cases, especially in pediatrics today. And when we're talking about children and the flu shot, I think that's something, too, that is new as far as the push to get kids that age vaccinated. In the past, I think 
We know that flu is dangerous in kids and can be fatal in kids, but it's always more been protecting the parents, I think, or protecting the adults as a way to protect the kids. It's a bit of a shift now to be suggesting that to, or, or uh, promoting saying that the best defense right now is also getting those kids vaccinated. But how do you get that message out there so that those numbers will go up? Well, I think we're all tired. The pandemic has taken a lot out of us, but we did a lot of good work together to get to where we are. The message to get out is the things that are being asked of us are much simpler than at the height of the COVID pandemic. And it starts with getting our vaccinations. Usually influenza affects those over 65 and we have an enhanced vaccination for that age group and everything is free. All vaccines are free for influenza for those over the age of six months. So the message is we still need to be on our guard, but it's not going to ever be as bad in terms of restrictions as it was at the height of the pandemic. It's simple things that we all need to do together to make it through this this winter season, this respiratory virus season. So let's all do it together. And what about how effective the flu shot is? Because that is also something we've seen in past years and that we know the flu strains change and they morph and it's not 100%, nothing is 100%. But do we have an idea on how effective this year's flu shot is for this year's flu? Well, I think it'll be pretty effective in terms of what's in the vaccine matching the strains that are out there. We were spoiled with the COVID shot being 80-90% effective. Influenza vaccination is about 50% effective overall, but it does contribute significantly to reducing the risk of serious disease. And I think that's really what we're aiming for, and this year's vaccine should be quite good. And uh, Dr. Conway, you, you touched on this as well, the idea of, of what we know to do, not going out when sick, not going to work when sick and, and taking those precautions. Uh, do you have any concerns with kind of the lifting of even isolation requirements and things that, that we will have more exposures or people maybe reverting back to those kind of pre-pandemic things of pushing it maybe when we shouldn't? Well, pushing it where we shouldn't is really what I'm concerned about. And We don't need to wait to be told what to do to do the right thing. And I think that's really the message we should get out there is our new normal is about preventing the spread of infection. And some of the things that we're being asked to do, we will be asked to do probably for the foreseeable future. So let's incorporate them into our daily lives, make it easy, make it normal so that we can all live in a more healthy way, especially in the coming months. And of those things, then, what would you say is the most important? Vaccination by far. It's our first line of defense. We're tired. I think that many people, about 50% of British Columbians, have not had uh, appropriate COVID shots. We had a good start for uh, influenza vaccination, but we sort of fell off. People were enthusiastic at first. Now people are, are less enthusiastic. So we're probably going to see a push for vaccination, vaccination parties, vaccination events in community centres. That'll be our first line of defence. And the other thing that's really important, and, and talking to parents, we're, we're, we're going into a holiday season now where the kids are going to be at home. But if they're sick when they get up, don't send them to school. I think that's one of the things that we need to learn, and that, uh, that needs to be part of our new normal. All right, Dr. Brian Conway, always great to chat with you. Thank you so much for coming on the show this morning. Pleasure, Jill.